Hey guys, what is going on? My name's John, this is Nick. We are Project Parts, and today we are going to be going over two of the most important reports that you could be looking at as a parts manager, the annual activity and benchmark report, and the monthly summary report. Are we? All right guys, so we are gonna be getting into these reports, but first, would you like to promote our merch? Not my job. Oh, that's a that's a Project Parts shirt right there. Oh my god, it's got the, that is a Project Parts shirt. Look at that. Project Parts. I would love to talk about the merch, John, and yeah. how comfortable it is, and how much it breathes, and how great it feels on my skin. You know, it's a, but that's not my job. It's a tri blend, which makes you know it feels good on your nipples. All right, and moving on. <laughs> so buy the merch. Don't buy the merch, but you can check it out. There's a link down in the thing. Check it check out. Check out the merch. Support us. All right, so let's get into said reports. Yeah, so we're going to go over the monthly summary and the benchmark yeah. reports. These two reports are very good to run to get a snapshot of your inventory and how your inventory is performing. Yes. These don't cover things like what your markup is or what no. you're grossing or you know no, things like that. But this is more inventory-based. Inventory. So you can see what kind of inventory you're carrying, how yes. you're performing, inventory-related. Yeah, and these are really good reports. Uh, we mentioned it in the reports video that we did. Um, but this is uh, really good to just go down, look at red flags, things that like stick out that don't look right. But I think for it to be a red flag, you kind of have to understand what it is you're even looking at. Because these are just numbers. At. Right. I don't and know. These are these could just be numbers. These could be like words. You don't know what they mean, how they correlate with what's actually going on. And you need to have some kind of a guideline. You got to understand what's good, what's bad, what's what's in range, what's out of range, and who determines what is good and who in what you know in what's bad. Because right. Like what these numbers don't have any context, and what do right. they mean? They mean nothing. Yeah, context. That's a good word. So uh, we just want to kind of help you out, <laughs> go over a bunch of this stuff, and. I think we'll just start with the monthly summary report. Yeah, let's start there. Now, uh, also to run these reports in CDK, these are CDK-based reports because yes. we do CDK stuff. Yes. Um, you want to launch function MGR. Yes. Uh, do not use predefined setup. Yes. And then you can select your criteria based off the lists they provide. Yes. yes. Um, there's and a lot of reports in there. Typically, we only select monthly summary and benchmark. Yeah, um, there's, there's some things in there. There's like numbers that are going to be deleted and things like that. If you really wanted to look at it, you can. Um, but, you know, we have the system set up a certain way that I don't need to look at it. I know what's going to be deleted is already deemed right. deletable. Deletable. <laughs> so. And, I mean, you can also run by uh, each individual source or you can break this out by grand total. Yes. Uh, either way you choose to do it is up to you. But I like to break out individual sources just for – for example, I would always run them. I would break out oils and tire on their mm -hmm. own, so yes. I wouldn't include those in my general inventory. Yes. So I just knew what I had yes. on the shelf part-wise, and those yes. were like bulk and other items that yes. didn't really matter to me. Yeah. So, And if you're doing a monthly reconciliation with your office, yeah. um, you need to make sure you're breaking that out. Just, you know, if you do have tires and oils broken out on your accounting side, yeah. yeah, on the reconciliation sheet, then make sure you're running those separate. Um, but I do like to run them all separate, each source separate, just to see, like, even, like, fill rate or, like, turns and stuff like that. But um, it's important to note, too, this is all CDK, but all of these numbers 
pretty much, I would think, transfer to Reynolds and Reynolds dealer track, what have you. Yeah, I'm sure you can find them. They probably should be labeled something different, but it's yeah. the same idea. It's the same thing. Yeah, and it's all the same because you're, you're you're analyzing your inventory. So, I mean, this is parts stuff. So whether you're on CDK or Reynolds and Reynolds, I don't think it matters. These are metrics that you want to look at on these reports. Yeah, so. they're important to know about. So let's start off just yeah. on the uh, monthly summary monthly report. Monthly summary. So take first, us down. So the very first line we're going to look at is inventory balance, which yeah. is your inventory balance. I, I don't know it. what else to say that. Uh, <laughs> Self-explanatory. Right. So you have a uh, number of parts, number of pieces. I'm not concerned about those numbers. No. I don't really care. I'm more concerned with parts cost yep. on the far right there. Yep. Um, so that number is what it is. And then below that, it breaks it down by your different categories. So mm-hmm. active parts, yep. which are active parts in CDK. Right. Working with a rim system, that can get a little squirrely yes. because rim will phase in parts, but CDK won't make it active. Yes. You have to consider your um, phase in, phase out criteria for that. Yeah. That gets a little squirrely. So that's I a mean, theme too throughout all of this because these are, these numbers are fed by the DMS. So, but your manufacturer might have you on different setups, might have you on different criteria or whatever, but like it's going to be uh, at the end of the day, all, you know, this is just what is actually going into your DMS. So if right. your manufacturer is looking at one thing or they're doing different setups with stuff, some of this might be out of whack. It really depends on your manufacturer though. Yeah. So for example, I know um, uh, when parts I launched with Hyundai, their phase yeah. in was one in four. However, yeah. most of the setups in CDK are three and six. Yes. So a part might not be active until you had right. three sales right. for it in CDK, but right. your rim system says it's active part. Right. Yeah, it's like so it's a little squirrely. It gets real squirrely. So that's to be noted too. If you're working with a manufacturer that has their hands in your your stuff here, you know, some of this it might not even be relevant. I mean, because yeah, at the end not, of the day, your manufacturer kind of sets the standards. But I think it's the, still good to look at. Absolutely. Feel. So yeah. for example, like for these these categories, so active parts, we have parts and pieces. Again, yeah. I don't care about the counts. Right. Um, but parts cost, it does break that out separate, yes. and it does give you a percentage of your inventory that is considered active. Yeah. So I think that's good to look at because if you have 10% of your inventory is active and the rest is no stock or delete, I mean, you need need to stock more parts. I mean, you need to have more inventory. Yes. Um, So then, yeah. So are we on MO? Well, we just, I did active parts and then there's no stock parts, parts that are on hand that technically haven't met the sales demand to consider themselves stocking yet. Yes. MO, manual order parts. Manual order parts is a big one because a lot of parts managers will put and tuck things into MO because they just don't want it to show up on their um, uh, Suggested stock, stock yeah, order. Yeah, their stock order at the end of the day, right? So, so yeah, you can build, <laughs> you can cheat the system and build a whole order yeah. of parts that are technically manual order, not submitted to manufacturer. Then those parts show on order, so they never show up on your recommended order. Right. It's, it's not good. Not good. So you can tuck those in MO, but it is important to make sure you're running a stock order for your MO because you might have tucked something away in MO uh, six months ago when it was recommending to stock it and... You only had one in 12, so why is this popping up? Tuck it in MO, whatever. But now you're selling like six in the last six months, so that's something that you want to stock now. So Right, it would make sense to take it out of there. Right, so it's it's important to maybe once a month or so go through MO and see if there's anything in there that has hit 
qualifying stocking status and move it to active. Right. So after manual order, we have things like AP and DP, yep. automatic phase out, dealer phase out, yep. parts that are going to be going on delete once they yeah. sell the yep. following month. Yep. Uh, and then SP parts, which we don't deal with. Yeah. I, I haven't been anywhere that deals with no. SP, so that's like a, a thing that we I don't even want to talk about because right. I don't know anything about it. Right. Delete parts, so yeah. parts that are tagged right now for delete. Yes. Um, so it's important. This is a good spot in the video right now to uh, these special uh, – these, these are all the life cycle of a part. You, do you want to uh, go yes. over the life cycle of I a part? I don't talk about the life cycle. And how, how these uh, actually – go through the entire the bell curve the the life cycle of a part because once something gets added to the system it goes to where ns if it's just added to the system yeah, yeah with no real demand it's ns it should right. default to ns you should have your system set up to default yes. to no stock it'll start there so that's like the first time you add it to the system it goes to ns right. and it'll stay there until it reaches its phase in demand, phase in demand, which could be one and four, two and six, three and six, whatever two you and four, or whatever up. your phase in is set up in in inventory replenishment options. Right, which is IRO if you're on CDK and wondering. But make sure that's set up. That's a huge thing. That's way off that'll topic. Skew, that's a yeah, whole other thing, if, but that'll skew your stock numbers, yes. your stock orders. Everything will get messed up if that's IRO. not set up correctly. If yes. your IRO is not – take a look at it. If it's not set up right, you are doomed because – Nothing will make sense. Everything kind of crumbles if that's not set up right. Um, but yeah, it'll reach uh, a stocking status to where, hey, we want to stock it. So Which then, becomes active. Then it'll become active. And then as that part becomes less active and it phases out, it'll end up going to what, AP? AP, yeah. And then it'll end up getting deleted. Once it so sells the next month after a ton, AP, once it goes, it sells, you have zero on hand, it goes yep. to delete. Yep. And then, and then the gone. next month it should delete out of your inventory. Yep. And then it goes again. So if that part becomes hot again sometime. Same life cycle. Go goes back through it again. Thing. Every part uh, goes through that. So it'll become nothing. It'll become something. And then it goes back to nothing. So eventually. It's kind of like, like life. Just like it's life. Kind of like life. <laughs> Everything dies. Project parts. Existential time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real deep into this. Uh, all right. So that's kind of the uh, inventory balance and all yeah. the. So it shows delete parts too. And then the last yeah. column there is parts with no cost, which yeah. should be looked at. That is yeah. something you need to look at. You can look yeah. at that through your um, inventory graph on your fast lane. Yes. Um, and you can click on that and it'll give you a whole list of parts with no cost. There's also a PHR report you can run, I yes. think, that has parts with no cost. Yeah. Um, you can't have, you shouldn't have parts in your system with no cost it associated. A penny. I mean, yeah, if, you, if it is a free part, like I know with uh, some manufacturers, they do have like parts that are free. Seatbelt extenders. Exactly. Those are free and those should be at least put in there as a penny. Yeah. Something. I mean, because, I mean, and, you know, for example, we have a lot of parts with no cost. I don't know why. Yeah. It seems weird. We yeah. should look at that. But there's nothing that, uh, well, how many pieces though? There's nothing there. And Sixty part numbers. Sixty I don't know. numbers, but who knows what that and is? Those could be accidental, like finger fudges. Yeah, that actually might not even be on hand. That's where things get weird too. So you have yeah, to look at that. Yeah. That might just be numbers in your system with yeah. no cost, but not actually on hand. Right. Since so there's no percentages with it. Definitely should look at that. That's probably like a once a month thing to just yeah. go through, and then anything that has negative on hand. So. Yeah. So I say no cost and negative on hand should be month end. Yeah. Things you should look at at the yep. end of the month before you reconcile to make sure that's right. cleared up as best you can. And we look at negative on hand every day. We talked about that in a, a, a rundown of the daily parts manager stuff. But like 
negative on hand is something that you want to stay on top of. I don't. You don't want to look at it just at the end of the month and be like, "What is this?" Because something may have not got posted or whatever. But um, yeah, so you want to make sure that's kind of cleaned up. You want to make sure everything's clean. Core and exchange. That's just your cores that you yep. have dollars associated with in hand. New, and new core, uh, clean core. Yes, clean yeah, cores, not, not dirty. You're right. So. Uh, memos on file that doesn't really matter yeah that's just part, part number changes changes yeah um so then we get into like parts added mm-hmm. doesn't really matter doesn't matter i don't really care i don't look at that yeah parts it doesn't added, matter at all doesn't matter it goes through the same thing that the inventory balance has uh it just shows you that it. you added this many parts to your system yeah and this many parts you added is active this many were added is no stock this many were added is whatever so yeah. that doesn't really doesn't matter not concerned with that nope Parts and memos deleted. Again, yeah. it, that number doesn't mean no, too never, much. Never Those numbers are deleted. They don't care. Yeah. Um, now, inventory movement sales, CDK. Yeah. So this is this is something that you can look at every day on the inventory uh, report. Um, but, yeah, this is good to look at. Just see how much of your inventory uh, is moving and not moving. This will show your obsolescence. Yeah, um, so, I mean, like it shows uh, zero to three months is the yeah. first category. So parts that you've had for zero to three months. Yep. That should be like the most, by yeah, the way. That, that should be, be the highest. That should be the highest. If you're doing things correctly, that should be the highest. Four to six months, uh, that's stuff that, you know, eh, it's still, you it's, should it's have It's moving, it. but it's getting older. It shouldn't be the most that you have, though. Uh, seven to 12 months, that's like... Getting we're, into, we're getting old. We're getting get, obsolescence getting here. Getting into we're, the danger zone. Yeah, right. We're talking about nursing homes at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pricing out nursing homes. Um, over 12 months, that's How that's much are bad. you selling over 12 yeah, months? Because if it's too high, why do you have it? Why do you have it? If you haven't sold it in 12 months, why... Why do you have it? And then if you're selling too much of it. Now, if you dumped like a bunch of obsolescence to like one of those yeah. people that buys obsolescence, yeah, that number would be incredibly high for one month. Yes. But nah, that's not. Yeah. Or if you have things priced on discount, you know, that'll you'll have uh, sales from that as well. Like if you have something, uh, some cost minus, something. cost minus to dealer to dealer stuff, um, that'll show up there. So that's a good thing to look at if you are trying to unload some obsolescence and you're doing cost minus to other dealers. You can um, see how much you got rid of cost yeah. minus. And I mean, that's so, always a good thing to explain why your margin is low. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, we, sold, so, we, well, sold, we sold this much you know, to, you know, 10% of stuff on cost minus uh, over 12 months. Yeah. Um, the so last column there, new parts, no sales. Yeah. That's highly debated. Yeah. It's that, really weird. That's I, a, I've heard it, CDK people say they don't, don't even know what it is yeah. or why it populates. So yeah. I wouldn't even think about that. No, don't existing. worry about new parts. You can try no to break sales. it down and, and take it for what it is. But then if you start digging into that whole, yeah. It doesn't actually line up. So yeah. good well, luck I mean, figuring that out. It doesn't like matter. New parts, no sales. Pish posh. Why Nobody cares. Move even, on. Yeah. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. <laughs> uh, inventory movement receipts. Yep. Again, I mean, this is just what you're receiving. Yep. Um, Part-wise, zero to three months, four to six, seven to 12, over 12 months. So if you're receiving a whole bunch of stuff that's over 12 months, no sale. Suspicious. Why are you Why <laughs> are, are you, you getting a bunch of parts that are 12 months, no sale? Right. Yeah. Seems weird. Seems strange. Why would you do that? Um, now, if you're a huge wholesale, though, that might be contributing to that because they, true. people could be ordering who knows what for what. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on past that because that doesn't really matter too much. Outstanding orders. This is your orders that are sitting out there. So, again, if that number is too high... Yeah. If you had like 300 outstanding orders, yeah. maybe you need to clean up some of the orders in the system, yeah. close them out, kind of. So there might that. be really old orders hanging out there yeah. that are like, you know, those parts came in and were posted a different way, not close the order. Right. Yeah, you know, that needs to be gone through, but 
not really going to kind of like hurt your back, business every day. Goes back to the red flags thing, you know, scrolling down this thing and just looking. You know, oh my gosh, I have five hundred outstanding orders. Why? Like anything that makes you go. <laughs> yeah, that face. Yeah, or no. one of these. <laughs> hmm. Probably should yeah. investigate a little further just to see what's what. Um, but yeah, I that's think really that it for page one yep. on the MGR. That's. And then the second page is kind of... So this is interesting. So this starts off with gross sales. Yes. So this is fun because now you can look and see what you're stocking on page one compared to what you're selling each mm-hmm. month. Yep. Um, so that's an interesting little metric to look at. Yeah. Regular, no history, drop ships, which, I mean, it, I think it depends on your how you have things set up. But like... Yeah, all that is, is based on individual criteria how, yeah, how things are we set don't up. we don't ever really i've never really dealt with anything beyond sales right um, regular no. sales yeah um no history sales this isn't it's an interesting yeah no history sales yeah we know why we do that right yeah that's a that's a thing yeah but, that, that may which or is may. weird we don't have anything what? in there no history sales. although we haven't yeah this is well this is april though Hmm. Mm, suspicious. Yeah, it is weird. Mm. Hmm, things that make you. Hmm. Mm. Maybe we'll look into that Monday. <laughs> Maybe we'll Tuesday, look into that. That's Wednesday, whatever day. Pick right, a day. Right, right. Um, so wholesale sales. Yeah, that's all. You know, if that's set up yeah. in their system, that's fine. But yep. I don't really care about the sales individually as much as I care about gross sales compared right. to my inventory balance. Right. Those are the two things I'm looking at. Yep. Um, moving on below that, lost sales. Lost sales is important. Are you or are mm-hmm. you not using lost sales? Yes. Should you or should you not be using lost sales? We did a video on this. Yes, we did. It was. Flagged by YouTube it as was, being controversial, it and it doesn't flagged. always show up on playlists. <laughs> why, I don't know why. Why YouTube flagged our video on lost sales? If you haven't checked out our video on lost sales, I think go, it's episode four. It's yeah, lost sales. It talks all about it lost sales. The I don't most, even want to say the c word because I, I already so, said it. Oh well, yeah. Crap. Okay. Controversial. Sh- but like, controversial. If I don't you know whisper why, it, it that, doesn't. Like, yeah. That flagged something in. So in, it may not show up on playlists anyways, unless you're signed in. Check it out though. It's a good video. It's probably our favorite. Probably our favorite video, and it got flagged. <laughs> and nobody can see it because it's flagged. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, yeah. Anyways, lost sales. You know, are you doing them or not? Yes, it's a. It's is a your store doing them or not? Debatable topic is the word we should have. Said. Yeah, debate the most debatable topic <laughs> yeah. in parts. Uh, below that, return sales. Hmm. Mm, hmm. Yeah. How many returns are we doing? Yeah, too, too many. Too many. I think that comes down to how much wholesale you're doing, and yeah, you know, obviously the more wholesale you do, the more returns we're gonna have. But uh, hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a trigger. <laughs> returns is a trigger. Uh, Again, those are broken out into different categories, yeah. same as sales. But if your system isn't tracking sales in individual categories, then it doesn't matter. And I don't think right. it matters anyways. Returns are return. Who cares what category it comes right. from? Somebody right. gave it back. Right. Um, receipts. Yes. This shows everything that's receipted off stock orders, supplement orders, customer orders. Uh, and this this all goes to show if you have... Um, Are you doing emergency purchases? Are yeah. you doing other receipts? Yeah. Um, if you're picking up anything around town, mm. technically you should be doing an emergency should receipt. Should be. It depends mm. how... Again... If you care. If you care. If like, not... We're going to go into the benchmark report, and that's going to show something. And one of the things I wanted to talk about on that is garbage in, garbage out. So if you want a true number and you really want to look and investigate and see what's going on with something... You know, then you got to make sure that you're doing everything correctly so that you have a true number. 
you know, if you if you really want to track something, make sure everything's accurate. Um, so receipts is one of those things. But like this is also if you have SOR set up. If you are in a store that doesn't use SOR, which we made a video on, also you should use SOR. You should use SOR. And if you don't have SOR set up, though, your customer orders um, and that all that'll all funnel in the benchmark. Yeah, you see them in the benchmark. Right. So. So just make sure, you know, you guys are doing everything correct along the way, which, you know, we've made videos on and, you know, we're here to help. The community is here to help. Just make sure everything's set up. Uh, this information is only as good as what you're telling it right. to be. So Garbage in, garbage out. Um, so, yeah, receipts is kind of is what it is. Yep. Below that, this is where we get into really good information. Net adjustments, mm-hmm. plus and minus yes. adjustments. Net adjustments, your total of your plus and minus yep. broken out. This is cool because now if you run a big department, you can see if one guy is just throwing stuff away. Yeah. And if he is, is he supposed to be? Yeah. (laughs) Or is it like going out the back door? Right. Because that's the first thing. Stealing it and selling it on eBay, running some kind of weird backdoor operation. Seen that before? Yeah. So just, I mean, consider your adjustments because if you have way too many negative adjustments, that's going to have an issue with you reconciling with the office as well because guess what? You're lowering your value this much. That's just disappearing. Another point to the garbage in, garbage out. If you are doing utilizing returns to the manufacturer and you're not using MSR, you know, and you're just minusing everything out, this number is going to be humongous. Um, But is it really an adjustment? Are you actually getting money back for the stuff you're writing off? Like what's going on? So, you know. Yeah, adjustments is something to keep an eye on, especially if you don't know what's coming in and out on the adjustments. I mean, obviously big departments, a lot of people moving around. Yes. You're not going to see every part that gets written off or plussed in. Right. I mean, it's, it's. This could also be like, let's say you accidentally posted in five engines when you only got one. And right, so then you just four out. DS four out of the system, or PS amount too. I think PS shows up on here too, I believe. So looking at net adjustments, adjustments, if I saw something that was like, ooh, what the heck's going on there? Um, you would run RPM, right? RPM. Report, Report plus, plus minus. minus. Yeah. yeah, run that. That shows everything that was taken out. Um, I think it's also in the quick lane, or the, not the quick lane, but the... You can run it from the launch tab, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure. RPM, RPM, or it's a it's a report adjustments. It's a I don't know RPM, and then you can take a look and see everything, and then you'd be like, oh, okay, that's why it's so high. Right. So then below that is factory returns, which you just said. Yeah. If you use function MSR to do your MSR. returns, um, the returns will show up on this factory returns section. Yep. And yes, it's still a negative because it's a return, but your office then doesn't have to take that out as an adjustment because yes. you know that money's coming back. Yes. So you can keep track of what you've returned to the manufacturer yes. or anybody, honestly, for that. I mean, this is all stuff that we sent back. I mean, you could right. use that for if you stock AutoZone parts in. I mean, if you mm-hmm. stock these aftermarket parts into your inventory, yeah. some people do. Yeah. Um, you can use that. I mean, that'll show everything that was returned to a supplier. Yeah. Which is good to use. I and mean, if you're utilizing MSR, which you should be, uh, that is a good thing. It's to just look. another way to keep track yeah. of what you're doing because otherwise you, you don't really know what – Right, is getting returned. Yeah, I, I, it's it's it, if it's just a negative adjustment, 
how do you know that was a return or you just threw something away? Right. You have no idea. You have I've no worked in departments that they didn't use MSR. We didn't use MSR and it, it just everything went to DS and we either plus something in or minus something out or whatever. And, um, you know, the office would look at that and say, why is your negative adjustment so high? Well, we just throw it away. Well, we just write it off. Right. We just, I mean, that's stuff that either we wrote it off or we accidentally overposted something and it comes out. So it's important that the office knows too that, you know, what you're doing, because if you're not, um, if you're just DSing everything out, but you're actually getting money back for those parts that you're DSing out, then it's not like a real big red flag. But anybody who looks at negative adjustments and sees $20,000, it's like, holy cow, what are you doing back there? But yeah, and I mean, you have to consider too, though. I mean, again, your office, you may not think they look at this stuff and they might not, right. but should you be in a group? Yeah. Perhaps somebody yeah. above your Somebody's office gonna is going to notice it. it eventually right. and might throw a red flag. And then yes. if you can't explain what you're doing, that's you in the fire. Right. Um, that factory returns thing leads yes. us into net appreciation, yep. Yep. which breaks up your positive appreciation and yep. your depreciation. Yes. So theoretically, mm-hmm. almost every month. Yes. You should be getting an appreciation from your manufacturer. Yes. So that should usually be a high. That should be pretty high. And depending on what manufacturer you are and how high your inventory is, um, very rarely is it like a huge negative. Unless you've manipulated it to be a huge negative. Correct. I mean, and there's some things we could talk about off camera, (laughs) but... um, that is, you know, that could be, this would be a red flag to me though. Like if I have a huge negative appreciation, I would be like, huh, what's going on? You know? Yeah. In a, in a given month, it's very right. And if you, if you can go through and see your appreciation, like you got a huge appreciation and yet you still ended up with a net negative. negative. Right. Like what's going on there? What, uh, what did you do? Right. Or, you know, what'd you do, bud? What's going on there? So like, and that's something that what'd the office, do? the office might look at that, or you as a manager could look at that and be like, that doesn't make any sense. And, uh, launch some kind of an investigation. Yeah. It'd be worth it. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. Uh, and then let's see parts updated with costs. Bah, 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 bah. Parts of comments. Yeah, and nobody the, cares. Pretty much the rest of that is nothing. So yeah, I think so that there, covers. There are the, some good takeaways on this monthly yeah. summary. Some things that you should look at to yeah, determine if, your inventory performance. Honest to God, man, I wish we were around when I was starting as a parts manager. <laughs> Because like this information is huge. Well, could you imagine working for a dumb manager and then being like, yeah. being like, oh, let me just run this report and see what he's doing. Oh, that guy's an idiot. Oh my god. Oh what wow, I can do so much better. Oh my god. Right. If you, if God, I just this is such good information. I'm I'm a huge fan of this channel. I am the number one supporter. <laughs> yep, he is. I don't I even just, subscribe. You know, like <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, because like I don't even is, pay attention. This is good stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Like this I, is important. This is really good stuff. And but like, nobody, you don't know what this stuff means. Nobody Again. ever, nobody and teaches so, you this stuff. And the thing, so you have to think, consider this too, because we're gonna uh, in a separate video, we're gonna talk about the benchmark. Yes, but that's the MSR part two, it just doesn't. Uh, there's no real metric to determine what's good or bad. You have to kind of know what your inventory is doing. Yes. Yeah. And this is this is good stuff. I mean, because you could drill down as much as you want, but this is kind of like the first, like when you're looking at the village and you're like, okay, let's see, this 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 village looks pretty good, but this this hut over here is on fire. What's going on over there? And then you kind of drill down and see, oh my God, somebody set it ablaze. Yeah. It's poor people in that hut. 
but like what's going on? And then if you have multiple fires in like multiple huts, then yeah, you know, you got problems. Yep. You got to fix that yep. stuff. Fix the, fix the problems. Yeah. I don't know why I went with villages and huts, but I think you get the idea, right? I guess it works. All right. So check us out for part two when yeah. we go over the benchmark uh, and annual activity report. We'll see you on that episode. Don't forget to pick up the merch, like the video, subscribe, subscribe. to the channel. Thumbs up. All that good stuff that you comment, do get as involved. A you guys are doing great. Doing great. We love you. You, you just you guys really knocked that one out of the park. Good work, everybody. Good work, everybody. We'll see you in part two. Goodbye. Okay,